What does Krishna consciousness mean? Krishna consciousness means to be always aware of Krishna in the natural position of the jiva is always conscious of Krishna not simply conscious but full of love for Krishna. Jiva in his natural position is automatically attracted to Krishna. Just like iron is attracted to a magnet. Or Rupa Goswami in his Bhakti Rasamrit Sindhu has given the example that we can understand from our material perspective that just as young boys are attracted to young girls and young girls are attracted to young boys. That is a material example because the attraction between young boys and young girls ultimately ends in distress. But the attraction of the jiva toward Krishna is his actual position of bliss. In our Krishna consciousness movement we have many activities, many rules and regulations. We should understand that everything we do is simply meant to develop our loving attraction to Krishna. Now, this should seem obvious, but sometimes we can forget. And we think, for instance, that we, we, we're just following the rules for the sake of following them. For instance, one important rule is not to eat, for, for devotees, is not to eat food cooked by non-devotees. But why is that? Do we hate non-devotees? Do we think ourselves very much superior? Now, the reason is that the consciousness of the cook is transferred through the food. As Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu explained, that... If we eat food cooked or given by non-devotees, then the mind becomes contaminated. Because materialistic, <coughs> materialistic people are not thinking of Krishna. So that is the contamination. So if we take food cooked by them or offered by them, then we become contaminated. And man malen hoile nahe Krishna smaran. And if the mind is contaminated, then we don't think of Krishna. So everything in this movement is meant for understanding, remembering, and love, serving and loving Krishna. Krishna means the supreme, attractive personality of Godhead. So remembrance of Krishna is, uh, especially by chanting his names, Haren Nama, Haren Nama, Haren Nama, Eva Kevalam, Kalona, Asteva, 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 Gati Ranyata. We all know the meaning of this verse. So, Harinam, again, that doesn't mean just chanting ritually, but we are praying. Kabe Hobe Bolo Shede Nama, Amar Apara Dhaguchi, Shuddha Name Ruchi, Kripa Bale Hobe, Vidayashancha. We are praying. Now, when will that day come? When will that day be mine? When offense is ceasing, taste for the holy name increasing. When in our hearts 
will the mercy shine. Name Ruchi, Rupa Goswami gives us one of the symptoms of bhav, of feeling for Krishna. Jive doya name ruche Krishna shavon iha boy dharma nahi shuno shanatan. Jive doya nahi name ruche Krishna. So these are the bhakti in otako. No, that's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is quoted as having summarized the three symptoms of dharma, actual dharma, Vaishnava dharma. Jive doya, mercy to the jivas. That means preaching Krishna. Real jiva doya means preaching Krishna. Name ruchi, taste for the holy names and serving Krishna. So the Lord is very merciful and has made himself available to us by his holy names. So we should try to chant with cultivating attachment to the holy names. Krishna has unlimited names among which some are well-known and prominent, Madhav, Madhav, Govinda, Kopinath, Hari, Keshav, Narayan. So these are well-known names. And most, most important of all is chanting of the Mahamantra. Such a simple process. Krishna is so kind, made himself so easily available to us by chanting the holy names. So we have many services to perform, but Prabhupada has written, Srila Prabhupada has written that the most essential is chanting 16, minimum 16 rounds of the Hare Krishna mantra. Chanting means carefully also, and we have to chant the holy names. Sometimes due to being in a hurry to finish, we may chant something which is not very clear, or due to inattentiveness. But we should think that this is an act of worship. Previously, in previous ages, to worship the Lord, you had to follow so many rules and regulations, either very complex deity worship or very complex yagyas. So in this age, there's no need to um, make very complex arrangements. We simply have to chant the holy names of Krishna. But that should be done carefully also. If we chant something almost like the names of Krishna, then it's not the name of Krishna. So we, we can pray for the mercy of the holy name, that Lord, please give your mercy to me. Please reveal yourself to me. Please give me a taste for these names. At the same time, we should know that the name of Krishna is non different from Krishna. It's not just some sound. Some people say, well, you can just chant any name or any sound and it's all the same, it doesn't make any difference. But the name of Krishna is Krishna. And Krishna is a person, the supreme person, who is non-different from his name. So who is this person? If you, you, know, you can go to some government office and you'll find... Maybe they, they record all the births and deaths and you'll find so many names. So if you see a list of names, then just by seeing the name, you won't know much about the person. Although Krishna, But Krishna's names, they, they give indication of who he actually is, what his qualities are. Just like Krishna means all attractive. Madhava means the husband of Lakshmi. Keshav means who has beautiful hair. Gopal means he who is herding the cows. 
So in this way, we, by the very name of Krishna, we learn something about Krishna. And of course, there is so much information about Krishna in the Vedic literatures, especially Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam. This was one point which Srila Prabhupada emphasized very much when he was preaching in the Western countries, that in the Christian religion, they say to love God, but they don't tell you anything about him. They made a great mistake in saying that Jesus himself is directly God, although he only claims to be the servant of God. And they, and they say God has become executed for, and died for three days. It's a very wrong idea. But in the Vedic literature, we get information about the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the supreme enjoyer. This idea in Christianity that God sent his son to suffer for our sins, it's a very wrong idea. Krishna can nullify all the sins of the universe just by his desire. He says, Sarvadhaman parityajya mame kamsharnam raja ahang twang sarvapape biomokshe Surrender to me only. Give up all other varieties of religion. Take shelter in me. I will deliver you from all sinful reaction. Do not fear. So the idea that he has to suffer to clear away the sins suggests that karma is stronger than God. It's a great philosophical mistake. So, Bhagavatam presents Krishna as the supreme enjoyer. But other religious systems cannot appreciate this. They cannot appreciate this Krishna or God as the supreme enjoyer. Because due to their material conception, they think an enjoyer must be an exploiter, someone who gives pain to others. And they, they don't want to accept him as the supreme enjoyer, because even though they say that they believe in God, they want to make themselves the supreme enjoyer. This is due to misunderstanding of what it means to be a servant of the Supreme Lord. Due to a material conception in other religious systems, they think, yes, we'll be a servant of God, and he will reward us by giving us enjoyment. This is due to gross ignorance of our constitutional position as servants of he who is the supreme enjoyer. He is the supreme enjoyer. We are part and parcel of him. We can only be happy by serving him. That is our constitutional position. So he is the supreme enjoyer and devotees also enjoy or they also become happy by hearing of his enjoyment and assisting in his enjoyment. Devotees become very blissful by hearing of his beautiful form. Krishna is uh, very beautiful, just dark like the blackish rain cloud with beautiful curling hair. Curling, kuntala. And the uh, Vaijayanti garland, his feet, his navel, his face, his eyes, they're all compared to lotuses. He plays his transcendental flute in the land of Rindavan. Devotees, they become very pleased upon hearing these descriptions. And by hearing these descriptions, they desire that, yes, I, would, I also would like to serve Krishna in these pastimes. I would like to assist the devotees who are dressing Krishna. Or, or I would like to join Krishna going to the uh, pasturing grounds with the cows as one of his friends. Or in Vatsalyaras, they think I would like to be the, to treat Krishna as my child. 
and the topmost relationship, that of Sringaras, in which the the queens, or the gopis of Krishna, accept him as their husband or lover. So the Supreme is a person, he is not formless. Rather, his form is supremely attractive, and his qualities are supremely attractive. By hearing about Krishna's qualities, the devotee becomes full of love for Krishna. In the Bhagavatam, we find all the, 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 the prominent avatars of the Lord are described. And we find repeatedly his most prominent quality of bhaktavatsalya, or, or uh, it's difficult to say in English, you say it in Tamil. <laughs> it's affection toward, and, and protection towards his devotees. That is very much apparent in the pastime of Nrsimha and Prahlad Maharaj. And the uh, Gajendra Moksha Lila, how his devotee, even, the, even in the form of an elephant, was delivered by the Lord. Even in the pastime of Vamandeva and Bali Maharaj, it seems in the beginning that Bali Maharaj was seriously mistreated by Vamandeva. The demons headed by Shukracharya were protesting against Vamandev. And they were protesting against Bali Maharaj cooperating with Vamandev. But Bali Maharaj could appreciate that even if the Supreme Lord appears to be mistreating me, that his mistreatment is pure love. Whereas the so-called affection and good advice of the demons is based on their own self-interest. There's no actual love there. Just as Shukracharya spoke to Vamande, Sarvasvam Vishnave Dattva Murhang Vartishate Katam If you give everything to Vishnu, how will you maintain yourself? Fool, he said, Murha. He was worried because he's thinking that Bali Maharaj is maintaining me, so if he's not able to maintain himself, then how will he be able to maintain me? But Bali Maharaj had full faith that ultimately no one is maintaining anyone else, that, that Vishnu is maintaining everyone. His grandfather, Prahlad Maharaj, had already prayed to Nrsimhadev that the parents cannot actually give, they don't actually give shelter to their children. No, nor is nor does the boat actually give shelter to one crossing the ocean. Everything ultimately depends on the on Vishnu. So Bali Maharaj gave everything to Vishnu and Vishnu gave himself to Bali Maharaj by becoming his doorkeeper. Now that appears to be a very low position, doesn't it? Imagine if you come to a big palace and they introduce you to the watchman. This is the most important here. You think, well, something funny going on here. So that is the Supreme Lord's mercy. He, he takes, a, a, out of Bhaktivatsalya, he takes a, an apparently lowly position in relationship to his devotees. He wants to serve them. In the material world, no one wants to be a servant. But to be a humble servant of the Supreme Lord is a far more elevated position than being a so-called master of millions of people. 
Anyone who, who sweeps the floor in the temple of the Lord is far more exalted than the, the leaders of great nations who are not devotees. We shouldn't think in devotional service that you know, someone who's cleaning the floor is in a very low position and someone who is giving the lecture or offering the arti is in a very high position. Krishna recognizes everyone. So it's not that you see that if we, are, if we ask a devotee to, to do some service, it's not demeaning him or insulting him. I remember many years ago, there was one devotee who was very Brahminical by nature in, in England. Very clean and soft-spoken and well-behaved. And he would engage in deity worship and preaching to school parties that came to the temple. So it's a big temple with, you know, maybe 60, 70 devotees. So one day the temple president asked him that, uh, Bhumade Prabhu, can you help carry out the garbage? Now that was an unusual request because, you know, there are so many others to do that. Usually the newer men will do that. But he immediately agreed, yes. And temple president said, no, it's all right, you don't have to do. He said, I just wanted to see if you're a Brahmana or a Vaishnava. Are you attached to being very clean and all these things? Or are you ready to serve Krishna in any circumstance? So Krishna himself is ready to serve his devotees in all kinds of ways. To serve his devotee, he becomes a watchman. He becomes a liar, broke his vow. He said, I, I won't pick up any weapon during this fight in Kurukshetra. But to uphold Bhishma's vow, he had to break his own vow. Now our professor, Sarah. Was it Sarangapan? He's he's uh, he's left, but that that name gives the idea of Krishna holding the chariot wheels. To give pleasure to his devotees, Krishna becomes a thief. He steals their butter, and then they complain. But actually, they're very pleased. Oh, Krishna has come, taken our butter. So by hearing about these pastimes of Krishna we appreciate the transcendental qualities of Krishna. So, as I was saying, Krishna consciousness means to become attracted to Krishna. Here in what is nowadays called Tamil Nadu, there are so many temples and the deities have reciprocated with devotees in so many ways. I think the mosquitoes, they're just the opposite of devotees, isn't it? <laughs> they always want to give pain and take blood. So devotee is always uh, wanting to help others by giving them Krishna consciousness. This book distribution is an expression of a devotee's appreciation of Krishna. A devotee thinks Krishna is so wonderful, others should also know about Krishna. Srila Prabhupada worked so hard to write these books because he wanted to make that a, a permanent contribution to human society. Maya Mugda Jive Nahi Krishna Swata Gyan Jivere Kripa Koile Krishna Ved Puran The Jivas who are enthralled by Maya, they can't just automatically know about Krishna. So to help them know about Krishna, Krishna being very merciful in the form of Vyasadeva compiled the Vedas and Puranas. Anartho Pashamam Sakshad Bhakti Yoga Madhoksaje 
Lokasyajanato Vidvang Chakra Satvata Samhitam. All the miseries of the living being can be overcome simply by taking directly to the process of bhakti yoga. People don't know this. Therefore, the learned Vyasadev compiled this Srimad Bhagavatam. Yasyam Vai Shriyamananam Krishna Paramapurushe. Bhaktirut Padyate Pungsang Shoka Mohabhayavaha. Simply by attentively hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam, attraction for Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is aroused. Bhakti arises within the heart and automatically all lamentation, illusion and fear are dispelled. So Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, all these books, Srila Prabhupada very much emphasized the need to distribute these books. He wrote that our temples are not meant to be places for eating and sleeping. Of course, there is eating and sleeping there, but it's not the purpose. It's not a transcendental mess. But Prabhupada writes, they are bases from which our devotees go out to distribute books. He gave the example that just like in the wartime, the bombs are raining down from the sky. Prabhupada saw in the Second World War in Calcutta, the bombing of Calcutta. Have you seen in Sri Lanka, the bombing? In school time. So like that, we have to drop transcendental bombs. These bombs, when they explode, they don't cause damage. They destroy all the miseries of the living beings. Sometimes they're compared to time bombs. Even if they don't go off immediately, sooner or later someone will read the book. That happened with me. I was in someone's house and they had one of Prabhupada's books. They hadn't read it. I read it and then I came to the temple. So Prabhupada had great hope that Uh, that by distributing these books, society will change. He said that he learned all the basic principles of Krishna consciousness from his father. But the special contribution he got from his Guru Maharaj was that he, he understood that he's very fond of books. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sartako called the printing press the Brihad Mridanga. The Mridanga drum, that is the that is the natural part of Sankirtan. Of course, what you say Mridanga in Tamil and the Bengali Mridanga is somewhat different. But the point is that the sound of the Mridanga, although it's fully pure and transcendental when played in the pure Sankirtan of pure devotees, that but the sound only goes a short distance. Whereas the printing press, the books that come from the printing press, they go far and wide. And factually, you see every year Throughout the world, literally millions of Prabhupada's books are distributed. And it's having its effect. So many people are becoming devotees by reading Prabhupada's books. So, Prabhupada was very pleased with this news whenever he got news of his books being distributed. He used to say that our Guru Maharaj, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, If even one of his not very prominent brahmacharis would go and sell a few magazines, he would be very pleased. 
But similarly, Prabhupada was very pleased with his devotees' efforts to distribute his books. It's not always easy. So many people will say no, and so many people will insult us. They'll talk all nonsense and give their own ideas. But actually that's good for a devotee to learn humility. Um, and to then they, they have to learn, they have to imbibe compassion. So many people will talk so many nonsense things when we go for book distribution. It's a funny thing, we, we, you know, we go door to door or whatever, we meet people, and all of a sudden they become, when we meet them, they become great philosophers on the spot. All of a sudden they know all the truth about all philosophies and they don't need these books because they actually have a better idea. So we have to... There's no use to argue with them and all their stupid ideas. But somehow or other, we have to induce them to take the book, knowing that that will benefit them. Prabhupada, even in one letter, he wrote to one of the best speakers in our movement, one of the best speakers, he said, what is the use of your lecture? But if you give a book, they will get something solid. The common people, they don't, you know, you lecture, they don't remember what you say. Not maybe a year or so ago at uh, <coughs> Bombay Airport, I was waiting in the departure lounge and someone who was working there in one of the shops, he said, he came up to me and said, I saw your lecture on TV this morning. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. So do you remember what I said? He said, no. He just remembered that he'd seen me. But what I said, no idea. So Prabhupada, he, it's not that lecturing shouldn't go on. Certainly lecturing should go on. That's an important part of preaching also. But even more important is distributing books for, 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 for changing the minds of the population in general. So, of course, you may have heard these things before, but I just want to stress this point. It's a service which is very pleasing to Srila Prabhupada. He takes pleasure in seeing others become uplifted and saved from Maya. So that is affected by distributing his books. It's also good for the devotees who are doing it because they, you know, they have to take some effort for Krishna. They become purified by doing so. Practically, we're seeing that unless devotees engage in book distribution, they don't really... Many, many times they don't really catch what is the point of this Krishna consciousness movement. In many cases, unless, unless they take up this service, at least, you know, sometimes, then they, they, for them Krishna consciousness remains theoretical. But those who take up this service, then their, their faith and their, their realization in Krishna consciousness becomes strong. So, Krishna consciousness means to develop our attraction for Krishna. And one of the important services in our movement is distributing Prabhupada's books. Not just one of the important services. Srila Prabhupada wrote in a Bhagavatam purport that all our activities in the Krishna consciousness movement are centered around distributing books. So, he gave it central importance. So, let us try to do that and satisfy Srila Prabhupada and in this way, help people to develop or have knowledge of what is this wonderful Krishna consciousness movement. And we ourselves will become benefited by doing so. Of course, we also have to read the books. As Prabhupada said, if you go to distribute the books and people ask you what's in the books and you say, I don't know, then they won't 
rate you very highly. So all these books, the subject matter is Krishna, 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 Krishna and Krishna. There are no books like this. So many nonsense books are being produced in the modern age. So-called religious books are mostly rubbish. All these rubbish so-called gurus just giving all their mental speculations. Prabhupada's books are very impressive because anyone can see immediately that they are... Prabhupada's not just presenting his own idea, but he's giving the ancient, eternal truths from Shastra. And it, it, even some people, they give Shastra, but they give all their own speculative ideas. But Prabhupada just gives it as it is. So let us read Srila Prabhupada's book, distribute Prabhupada's books, live by Srila Prabhupada's books, live happily in the Association of Devotees. We are very fortunate to have come to the Association of Devotees. We should... Uh, be very thankful to Srila Prabhupada and Krishna that they've given us the opportunity to serve them in the association of devotees. So in this way we should lead our lives happily in the service of Krishna. Try to become always more and more absor- absorbed in uh, appreciation of Krishna's names, qualities, forms and pastimes and serve the mission of the Acharyas by preaching this Krishna consciousness by distributing Prabhupada's books. And of course, there are so many other programs we have to do, various preaching programs. So let us dedicate our lives in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement and chant Hare Krishna and be happy. Hare Krishna. Any question or comment? This is, uh, you could say, I'm speaking very basic points, but it's good to hear these basic points. Because often, uh, you know, we become... Our minds go off this way, that way, the other way, and we forget what the basic point of Krishna consciousness is all about. Oh, yeah, anything? Yeah. Uh, not very developed. It wasn't a case of instant transformation. But I could appreciate that it's something valuable that I want to know more about. I was somewhat doubtful also, because, you know, I'd seen so many people advertising so many things, and I was doubtful that this might be also some some other kind of cheating cheating organization. It was a little different though, because I, I, I saw that the ideal presented in the book was very good, but I doubted if, you know, I wondered if it was actually anyone living by that. I didn't find the book to be full of all cheating nonsense, but I was just doubtful if anyone actually lived like that, according to the ideals given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Who is it? Srinivas? Madhav. Madhav. Yeah. Many people get books like that. Indirectly. Mm-hmm. So as you said, I was sitting there waiting for the character's appointment. 
See, all those names, all those people are forgotten now. Yeah. That uh, even you see the, the person, the British person at that time, the collector, had a lot more power than now even, during the British time. But they were like, they were like, the, like the Raja or something like that. But uh, now they're completely forgotten. Even their, you see, even their descendants won't even know their name or that they were here or any such thing. As you, you see, I know in England, my, my, my grandfather on one side was working in the railway, on the other side was uh, in the police. But what their father was doing, no idea. I don't know what their name is. Nothing. <laughs> All forgotten. But Krishna is not forgotten. So let us remember Krishna. Hare.